And as I was looked down, I would see kind of like deer feet, if that makes sense. It was like an animal mixed with human. And as he started going up, it started getting a little bit gorier. He had these horns and he had these huge arms. Just even thinking about it right now, it's just crazy. His face, he had a very pointy nose, very, very pointy nose. And this demon became a staple during that season. Like he was just always there. And sometimes I would even talk to it, you know, I'll be like, I know you're here. Sometimes I'll be like, I know you're here, where do you, and what? You know, like what's gonna happen now? I've always been a type of person that has been very, very like in tune to the spirit. But as I started getting older, you know, you know, things started happening. I remember one time I just opened a door to watch a scary movie and I went to go watch it. And I'm not one to get freaked out that crazy. But point is, I felt like I opened a door. During the vigil season, we would pray for hours on end. It was the best season of my life. I experienced the highest highs with the Lord, but I also experienced the lowest lows with demonic attacks. And it was during that season that I watched that movie. And what ended up happening was I couldn't even finish the movie in the theaters. I stood up, my spirit was just wrecked. Like I literally felt the Lord audibly tell me, get out of here, you're out. And I remember walking out of the movie theater and people were like, whoa, what's going on, you know? But I walked out, I left. Two days later, a couple days later, all of a sudden, like I'm woken up in the middle of the night and I feel like a pressure on my chest. So much fear creeped up on me. And little did I know is that I was experiencing a demonic attack is what they call sleep paralysis. It was tough because like it felt like eternity. My ears started to pop. I started to hear a legion of voices and then I started looking around and then I felt like someone was recording me. If it sounds weird. At first I thought I was dreaming, but then I couldn't speak. And then I was moving and I couldn't move. And when I look in front of me again, I close my eyes, open them again. I see a cloud. I see, I see red eyes in the cloud and I hear a legion of, of demons say, do you want to die? Mind you, I was already struggling through a lot of stuff, a lot of uh, depression, a lot of anxiety. And I was, I was like a teenager during this time. And um, yeah, you know what? I kind of said, oh, maybe it's just, I ate something bad. Maybe it was a dream, whatever. All of a sudden, the next morning when I wake up, I don't have the covers on me. At that point, like, I was freaking out, you know, because I was remembering what happened the night before and I couldn't move and I saw this cloud with eyes on top of my bed and I was thrown off, you know. I'm like, why is this happening? You know, I'm yeah. a Christian. We're in vigil season, you know. Great things are happening. Like, great experiences are happening. It's funny because even prior to vigil season, whenever we would have a prayer session or whatever the case may be, discipleship, I never really got to feel like what everybody else was feeling. Everybody would say, oh, I felt this. I smelt this in the presence of God and I saw this vision, I saw this vision. And I was always wondering why I never got to see those things. And, you know, this is even prior to me watching, prior to this experience. And it's, it sucks that my supernatural experience first started off very dark. <laughs> I just kept on getting attacked that entire season. And that season lasted for a long time. And it was rough. I would get woken up every couple of nights. I, I was afraid to go to sleep. You know, I wouldn't really tell my parents, but in the first couple of months that it happened, I was afraid to go to sleep. And I remember I would, before I go to sleep, I would always know what was gonna happen. Even if I prayed, it was just gonna happen. I remember I would turn my back on my bed and I, and I could just feel it watching me. I can just feel it like the enemy, like the devil, the demons that were there. Occasionally I would turn to the side and then I would see figures dancing in my room, small little figures, 
these little demons just dancing, you know, twirling and just kind of like. And this is while while you're awake is not in the sleep paralysis no, no, state. No, no, no. This is not this is not in sleep paralysis yet. Yeah. You know, I was awake and I was seeing these things, wow. and then I would see, and I would always make sure I would have every coat like on the bottom if I had anything because I didn't want to like say, oh my god, it could be a coat, or I'm seeing things, you know. Yeah. But it got to the point where like. I was dating a girl at that time and she started seeing similar things that I started seeing. So it was like, it's affecting those around me. Sleep mm. paralysis became contagious to my family. They even had it. You know, my own grandmother, we shared a room for, for a period of time. She had it and she's like, and she would cry to me and say, and I looked at you and you didn't, didn't do anything about it. I'm like, I, I didn't know, grandma, I'm sorry. In the first couple of months, it scared me. But then as the months started going by, it became like a regular visit for me. It's sad that it became a regular visit for me. And it was always the same demon too. Could you describe what he looked like and you know a little bit more of that experience? Yeah, so the way I would first see him would be, I would first look down, I was too afraid to look up. And as I was looked down, I would see kind of like deer feet, if that makes sense. It was like an animal mixed with human. And as he started going up, it started getting a little bit gorier. He had these horns and he had these huge arms just even thinking about it right now it's just crazy his face he had a very pointy nose very very pointy nose and this demon became a staple during that season like he was just always there and sometimes i would even talk to it you know i'll be like i know you're here sometimes i'll be like i know you're here what do you, and what you know like what's gonna happen now it, it would be one of those things kind of like that would follow me around you know and and every time I would feel sad, it would just say, hey, you know what? I think it's time you should rethink things. And I would always picture in my head how life would be like if I wasn't here. You know, I've always struggled with, with that. I've seen therapists about it. So so when he was telling you, it's, I think it's time, it was about... Suicide. Suicide. Yeah, yeah. it was suicide. Those demons that were sent were, were literally to come and kill me. Because towards the end of like the season of, of the visitations of of these demons and like it was rough man like it got to the point where like i was okay with the thought of dying like i was happier knowing that you know what maybe maybe what this demon or this devil is saying is true maybe it's time but he would always say it's you should continue to think about it it's time he's like, you're just wasting your time here hmm. and yeah it, it's 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 tough to remember those days because i'm in such a different place now yeah, how did that break off? What what was what did that look like? Who did you come in contact with? What to break it off? Yeah, to to get rid of that demon who, that had attached itself to you. I, f I felt like you know everybody around me, like my my, my pastors, my my peers, they started kind of like seeing how it was affecting me, and it just came off out of a lot of prayer, you know, and and a lot of frustration. I got fed up with it after a while. I, I really did, and I remember we were in a vigil, and it came again. You know, it came again, and this time people saw it. You know, like he's, like Pastor Freddie saw it, and he was just rebuking it, rebuking it, rebuking it. And he said, "You know what? I see the, the I see how it looks like." And he explained it to me. I'm like, "That's crazy. That's exactly what it is." And then we we casted it out, but then we had a deliverance session because you know deliverance is an ongoing thing. During that deliverance session, um, I remember we did kind of like this walkthrough, and he he displayed the deliverance as my house. And I didn't know how in love I was with misery, how in love I was with 
with sadness, you know. And it sucks because when you're in dirt for so long, you begin to think, oh, it's my own. It's, it's, it's my hurt. It's my demons. It's my pain. And it's not your pain. It's not your hurt. It's not your demons. It's none of, it's, that does not belong to you. You know, that's not of God. Yeah. And as we were going through the walkthrough, um, he would tell me, he's like, all right, you know what? Go inside your house. And I remember being lifted up to like the clouds. And as, as we got to that, like as, as we were lifted up, then all of a sudden I saw a house. And then in the house, um, I walk in and I just see so much, so much darkness. Every room in my house was full of just demons and demons and demons. And, and for those who say, oh, how do, how do they look like? You know, they varied, man. They varied. Like these, these demons, some of them had shapes and forms. Some of them were big. And as I was cleaning my house, there was a man in a black suit and a nice hat. He came and he visited me. And that was, I believe, the Holy Spirit. You know, he was shown in a different light, in a different way. And I never saw his face, but, you know, I just saw him come in. And I saw him look at the house, and as I kept on saying, it sounds weird, but man, I, I started saying goodbye to these people, you know, because for such a long time, I was accompanied by them, you know, like, they, they, they sweet talk you, this is the truth, they, they, they tell you what you want to hear, if you feel like you're not worthy, they, they agree with you, hmm. if you feel like you've messed up so much that there's no coming back from, they agree with you, and to be honest with you, sometimes we're afraid to leave our dirt. Right. And I was afraid because that's all I've ever known for those amount of years. At that moment, I knew I was letting go of all these things, you know. And I knew at that moment that, like, you know what? As I say bye to each and every single individual demon that's here, like, it's a, it's a wrap. Like, it's no longer going to come back. It's no longer going to come and haunt me. And I remember the Holy Spirit was there. The man, a gentleman. He is even talking about him now and just thinking about it. It's, it's still, still gets to me because he was patient, man. He had he was sitting there. He looked like he just wanted to have a cup of tea with me, man. And he he didn't speak. He just allowed. He just saw. And then as we were going up, up the stairs to another room, you know, there was another set of demons to just sit there and let go of. Um, I'm not gonna go too in detail for that one because that's, that one's a little personal, you know. But I could tell you, without going too much detail, that that was rough. That was rough. There was so much hurt. There was so much pain. I felt like each room in my house resembled an era of my life or a season of my life where I was, where I was still hurt, where there was still pain. And that deliverance took quite some time. You know, after we went there, we got back down, and I saw the Holy Spirit there. We sat down. And I was happy because he walked into my house. I'm still in awe, you know, the fact that the Holy Spirit would come, sit down, and see everything that's going on. And I remember he stood up, and it's like we knew what he was, it's like we didn't speak, but I knew what he was saying. And he told me he had to go, and part of me wanted him to stay. Part of me really wanted him to stay, and it was such an awesome moment, you know, like, just him being there and me saying bye to all this, me literally just one by one going to each and every single demon that attacked me. I felt like if I was going to each and every person that hurt me, you know, and saying bye, you know, um, 
I'm choosing to forgive myself and forgive whoever hurt me and, and let that part go. And man, let me tell you, then after that, I felt better, you know? And I had to experience so much darkness to finally experience God in his fullness. Mm. I stopped seeing these, uh, these people. I stopped seeing these demons and I started seeing more of God. And I was still left with that, oh man, I want to experience more of the supernatural. I want to experience more of God because like, it's just, it's what every, everyone's heart aches for. And I remember there would be so many times where like, I, I would have these beautiful encounters. Like one of them, I'll never forget. And we were at a vigil and, and the Lord just came and started ministering to people. It was pitch dark, man. It was pitch dark. Those are the days, man. You pray in pitch dark. <laughs> we were taking a communion. We were literally consecrating our lives even more to the Lord. And man, let me tell you, like the presence of God felt so strong. Jesus appeared. He came with the staff and the coal on top and the coal was burning and I felt the fire. And he just delivered me, did a bunch of stuff. And it was, it was beautiful. And then I started to not be afraid to experience God because I didn't have to fear the repercussion of mm. the enemy. And I think that's when things started. I started letting myself go. And it's, it's, it's rough, I'm not going to lie to you, to be able to let yourself go fully. I'm not saying that I'm skeptical. I was skeptical at the time. But it's just that when you've experienced so much trauma, <laughs> you kind of start to be like, oh, is this really God? And right. yeah, dude, it was God. When God would come, he would come with such a peace. Every experience after that was just heaven sent. I remember there was this one time where the Lord literally put soldiers around me, you know? Like I was blinded and, and the, the Lord put soldiers around me and I could just feel them, you know, just taking me back home. And that's when I started realizing I'm healing from this season. And man, fast forward, there's just been, God has been so great. You know, even when I would make the wrong decisions, you know, God would always be there. God would always, make sure I was taken care of, you know, like uh, my time with the Lord now, it's great. I, I, I don't know how other, how other way to experience it. Like I, I, don't, I don't ask for things anymore. The Lord just comes and he just supplies it. I can tell you that the last two years of my life have been full of a lot of adventures. But one thing that I, I could still see remaining in God is that God is taking me deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And not only that, but heaven rejoices with us as we do that. And I've been able to experience different things that for a long time I've seen everybody around me experience. Everybody's experienced angels. Everybody has experienced, you know, the angels here and over there. Like I would feel them, but I would never see them. I don't follow God through the encounters, but boy, is it encouraging when God, well, after you've gone through such a dark time, after you've gone through being familiar with, with demons, you know, with, with honestly like fighting to tempt, I, I would fight in my car. Like I would cry in my car when, when, when things were getting rough and I would contemplate just driving and crashing and, and, and I would hear the voices say, yes, do it, do it, do it. Yes, it's, it's easier to end it. It's easier to end it. It's, it's worth it. It's about time. And to go from that to this, I, at that moment I realized, man, like God is definitely for me, man. You know, like I, I don't, I don't wish all the demonic experiences upon people. Like, I feel like people won't, I don't want people to know and people or people to like try to like find out what it's like. You don't want to find out what it's like. You don't want to because I lost so much sleep. Like I was afraid, I was genuinely afraid to go to sleep. And now it's like, I feel different, I feel delivered 100%. And I feel like I can share this testimony and say, hey, 
I've gone through the darkest times. I've seen the devil. I've seen the demons. They've, they've been around me. We've hung out. <laughs> you know, we, we calm. It's, it's crazy. You know, as I'm telling you, bringing it back to that house story that I was telling you, it's crazy how attached I was. Mm. It's crazy how I, I, was, I was longing to feel that closeness with somebody. And it sucks that I had to find it and these voices that were in, that were talking to me, you know. It was a tough hold. I I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it, to be honest with you. What can you say to the people who are currently in that season of experiencing extreme darkness, probably maybe thinking of uh, suicide or hearing those voices, uh, seeing things on their walls or seeing shadows? What can you say to those people that are watching your testimony right now? I believe you. You're not going insane. And one thing I could tell you is what got me through it was God's love. What do I recommend for those who are seeing these things? Pray, seek, seek counsel, you know, seek therapy. Therapy helped me out. I'm not gonna lie to you, you know, it, it did, it helped me out. Read the Bible, I would read a lot about people's sadness, you know, I feel like reading different stories about people's sadness helps out and yeah, it, it will go away. It's temporary. That's what I would always tell myself. Oh, it's temporary. It's temporary. Oh, I just got attacked. That's temporary. What can you say Jesus has done in your 26 years of life? Jesus has saved me. He's redeemed me of, of my sins. He continues to redeem me. He's counseled me. He's found me jobs. You know, because sometimes people go, oh, you know what? What about the physical stuff? <laughs> he gave me jobs, man, I tell you. He's, he's given me talents. The, the, the one thing I always do is I, I told God, once that whole situation happened, I'm like, God, I'll give you my yes and amen. Whatever you want, I'll give it to you. And he's given me talents. Like, I just, I just picked up the drums like eight months ago, <laughs> you know, and I was playing version night the other night. Pretty good, too. Thanks. Um, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. But no, I feel like in the 26 years, God has just graced me with so many gifts, so, so much knowledge, so much experience, so much love, which I always need. And, and yeah, it's just, he's redeemed me. I, f I feel like re redemption to me has been, has been an important thing. Because like I said, you know, we're human. We're going to make our mistakes. And our mistakes shouldn't really define us, you know. Um... And yeah, just his redemption is one of the things that I can, if I can, if I can sit here and tell you what has he done in my last 26 years, he's redeemed me and my family. Always.